Welcome back. This is Talking People and Technology. I'm Jared Cameron, and I'm joined today by Daniel Basile from Future Knowledge. Daniel, how are you doing, mate? Very well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's good to it's good to be in Melbourne. Actually, good to be at HR Tech, <laughs> and uh, we've got on the hot seat with us today from Port Stephens Council. We've got Melissa Rodway. How are you doing, Melissa? Hi, I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Yeah, good. You've just had uh, had your presentation for the day. How did I it go? Did. Yeah, really well. Everybody's been very complimentary around, um, I guess, how real our story is and how they can relate to it. So um, they've been very positive, and it's been great. I mean. You've won a whole lot of awards for your implementation of your HRS program, and we have. you've been around the, the conference circuit talking. I mean, it's been it's an amazing story, really, isn't it? It you is. Know? We're very proud of it. It's a, it's a fabulous story, and yet we have um, been able to receive a few accolades in our industry, which has been great. Um, and who would have thought we would have won a technology award? So um, we certainly didn't think we'd be in that space five years ago. No. And what, what do you think were some of the, what were two or three of the things that have made it a success for you? You know, if you're looking back on it, you go, how did we end up where we are now? What's, what's made the difference? I think, um, you know, primarily of the first thing that we did around implementing our Australian Business Excellence Framework as a way that we do business in the organisation really helped us to understand um, our people and our processes and the way that we do business. Um, so I think that's probably a key point. Um, and then the second thing I think is probably around the preparation and taking our time um, to really understand what we needed because um, as part of the presentation that I did today, it was around the fact that when we started out, what we actually thought we wanted wasn't actually what we needed in the end. So that preparation, I think, was really the key. Um, and then probably having the, um, the right people in our team um, to be able to fulfill that, that project and, and get the business to where it is today uh, was really important. So having those, those key players as part of that, that process. Excellent. Yeah. So preparation, so you know, getting your business processes sorted. So yes. really it was about setting your organisation up to make it a successful implementation, right? Exactly right. And that, you know, documenting all of those processes and identifying um, those accompanying guides and all that information took us 12 months. So yeah, right. it wasn't something that we just did overnight. It was something that we, you know, had to implement as part of our day-to-day operations and find the time to do it. Daniel, you were involved in the implementation. You know, you, you helped Port Stevens Council with the implementation of part of Cornerstone On Demand. You know, what was, what was some of your experience of working with your team? Yeah, absolutely. The team was really, um, really good to work with because they were very receptive to uh, change in ideas, very innovative. So if you came up with um, a, a bit of a radical approach to a problem that they had, they weren't very... Um, uh, we weren't very worried to go down that path. They were willing to um, try it out and, and give things a go. And I think that's... Um, part to their success that um, they just really worked well that, uh, that team in that respect and I know that in this particular case you know we had some of our team in Sydney and some of them in Melbourne you guys are up in Port Stephens so That's right. you know the, the, the geographies the locations they're not always the easiest to work out you know how do we how do we implement here when we're in different places and but we actually made the remote water work really well we did. We, um, I think that because everybody was dedicated and committed to that process, you know, I know that we had that time booked out in our calendars every week and um, we had, I guess, buy-in and commitment up front from, you know, our senior leadership team and also the people that were involved in that project to say that, you know, if we're going to make this work, then we need to make sure that we're available every week to speak to, um, you know, our, our, our partners in Future Knowledge to make sure that we're able to troubleshoot any issues and, as Daniel said, you know, talk about any of those radical um, changes that we were able to implement. So I think that that was really important. Great. And I mean, I guess if you think you're, what are they, 12 months on now, Daniel? Does that sound right? It's probably a little bit more. A little yeah, more? Maybe a bit more <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. A bit more than 12? Yeah, I'd say we're nearly, yeah. Year and a half? Nearly, coming up to, yeah, coming up to 18 months, maybe? Like, yeah. 
probably in between 12 and 18 months. So you're actually at that kind of, you're at that sort of point where the honeymoon you know, period is over. So, yes, you know, the implementation right. buzz has happened. Yes. And, you know, you've had more than a year's worth of you're repeating things now. that you We might are. Have, you we're know. starting to repeat things and also refine them too. So I think because we've got, a, you know, a much better handle on the system and the way that it's been um, implemented and used in the organisation, we're now able to sit back and go, well, okay, that works really great. But how about if we try this, you know, or something different, you know, um, moving forward? to make life a little bit easier for our managers. So I think that we're, yeah, we're certainly um, going through that second cycle and being able to make improvements moving forward. Have you seen any benefits down the track that maybe you weren't aware that you might be like, are there some things happening now that you went, oh, that's, that's quite nice. That's something we hadn't expected. Um, I think just probably even just the users and, you know, I mean, I know that in my own personal opinion, I wasn't sure, um, you know, we'd hoped that everybody would have buy-in. Um, we've got such a diverse workforce, you know, we've got um, lots of professional positions at council, but then we've got lots of operational positions as well that don't typically have access to computers on a day-to-day basis. And so I think that what's been the nice surprise for me is that um, that ownership from them about coming in and spending the time about using the system and, and um, you know, trying to make their day-to-day lives a little bit easier. So that's been a nice to have, a nice surprise. You know, we hoped for the best, um, but they actually are using it and, and really enjoying it. So it's great. Good result then, right, Daniel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's good to see that there's a good result for the, um, for the users, but how about HR? Is it, so is it perception of HR changed? Like, is it, do people look at you guys like you're the innovators now and... Um, you're almost like a, you're the apple of your comp, uh, of your of your um, yeah place. Or? I think it's <laughs> it'd be nice to think that everybody thinks of us like that. Um, yeah. Probably not, um, yeah. but I would suggest that probably um, we've got a lot of respect from the senior leadership team and our executives around those business improvements that we've been able to make. Um, you know, we've delivered on our promises and and being able to, I guess, um, prove to them the results that we said we'd be able to achieve up front. So um, I think that yeah, that has certainly been a really positive impact um, yeah. on the organisation. I think I read a stat somewhere that your payback period, I mean, gosh, I couldn't believe how fast it was, but your return on investment payback period was four to, like, I think you've 1. already achieved it. Years. The, yeah. yeah, you've already yeah. achieved it, right? Yes, that's you're right. Pa- so you're, into, you're in the green now. You're, that's you're right. in the making yes. money stage yes, now. that's right. We, it was such a cumbersome manual, you know, ad hoc, hodgepodge approach to how we did our business before that, um, that yeah, it's been, it's changed our whole world. So it's been fabulous. That's, I mean... That's outstanding. One, you know, mm. under eighteen months. You know, yep. I mean, that's just outstanding for a payback period for these things. Most and definitely. Most organisations would be looking at a three to five year payback period, yep. and so doing it in under two. You know, I think your market leader in that regard. That's really fantastic, and you should yeah. pat yourselves on the back for that. We think so. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "Yep, I think so too." Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> just, just a question around user adoption. We talked a bit before about user adoption. You know, how do you kind of measure whether people are using your product? Or not? How do you know whether it's been adopted or not? Um, well, I guess part of our performance management process is that um, all users have to have what we call, so we don't use the performance review type um, terminology, but it's called an individual work and development plan. So every individual in the organisation has to have an individual work and development plan in place, which is like their work plan for a 12-month yeah. period. Um, and then we measure, um, I guess, their success and how well they're tracking You know, every six months and every 12 months. So every user has to come in contact with the system at some point through that process. Um, it also has their learning and development needs that feed into that process as well. Um, so everybody has to take ownership, I guess, around um, around their learning and also that review process. 
And we know that managers form such a critical part of the conversation around development, performance, learning. How are your managers, your frontline leaders, you know, how are they finding, you know, using this tool to help with that conversation with the employee? Is it helping them in their, in their jobs? I think so. I think that, um, you know, I, I did say earlier that we've moved to a, a more, a, you know, higher level of accountability model. Mm. So I think that it's helping them to keep them honest, um, if I'm honest in what, in what I say. So, uh, you know, it sort of it adds that layer of transparency around, you know, if we know that somebody's not performing, um, but their reviews are coming back to say that they're outstanding, yeah. then we can start to have some of those conversations with, you know, what's happened to that authentic conversation. So I think that it definitely layers, adds a layer of transparency. Uh, which means that they're, they're having to have those authentic conversations with their staff. And because it isn't just about their behaviours or their performance, it's about, actually about what they're achieving in their work plans, um, I think that that also aids in, in them being able to have those more, you know, real-type discussions yeah, with their staff. And, yeah, yeah, more honest, yeah. maybe. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I mean, you... Um you know, you, you've, you've implemented three modules of Cornerstone On Demand. Or is it four, Daniel? Connect as well, maybe? Performance, yes. learning, succession, connect. So, yes. you know, you've ended up with a, a unified talent management suite. And, we have. And are you thinking of, of looking at other parts of it? Or we are. We've already, just, you know, commenced those discussions um, that will obviously be reliant on funding from the organisation. Yeah, it's got to be, right? But, but we'd love to be able to implement the recruitment and the onboarding modules um, as next next step for us in our organisation so that we've got that whole suite um, of programs that's um, that's you know totally reliant on Cornerstone. So and that, that decision uh, to go you know um, sweet over best of breed. You know you could have you could have ended up in a position where you went out and bought a learning tool and a succession tool and a recruitment tool. You, know, you could have ended up with five or seven or whatever. And you've, at this point in time, you've ended up with one vendor. You know, was that a hard decision to come to? We've actually, we've got, well, in relation to that talent space, we've got one, but we do have a, a, diff, a, a separate vendor for the recruitment. Um, but I think it was more around the business need. So right. as long as we were, you know, achieving um, what we set out to do um, and given that Cornerstone's been able to provide us with a whole suite in relation to that talent management that links and is relevant um, and produces results, that was really key for us. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a strong value proposition, isn't it? Most definitely. And that partnering and relationship was imperative as part of that whole process. Oh, great. Gosh, we've covered a good amount of ground here. And I'm just having a look to see if there's anything else. Anything else, Daniel, that you want to ask? Um, no, that, that's, um, that's pretty much... I think that's good, though. Okay, all right. Well, look, Danielle, it's been, it's been great. Melissa, sorry, we're speaking to Danielle last. <laughs> this is what happens like when you do 10 podcasts in a row. With Daniel. <laughs> Melissa, Daniel, no. Have you seen that movie, Groundhog Day, where <laughs> yeah. you have the same thing? The only difference with this is every conversation has been uniquely different, which yes. is great. It's been really amazing. We've talked about all these different topics, but there's a couple of things that are similar about <laughs> yeah. all of them. Introductions, outros, those sorts of things. So apologies about that, Melissa. That's fine. So we've had Melissa Rodway here from Port Stephens Council um, with great story of success around HRES and, you know, no doubt if, if people want to look that up then go and have a look on their website you're pretty good at um, you know speaking of your success so I think Most they'll definitely. be able to find that on your website yes. and um, aside from that catch us next time we're wrapped up for today we'll be back tomorrow for day two of HR Tech Fest with another lineup, and hopefully I'll be uh, fresh enough that I'll be getting names right thanks for joining us Melissa thanks very much for having me thanks Daniel thank you